Welcome to the NFL MVP podcast. This week we'll be recapping the crazy week one that just happened, and we'll go into our predictions on week two. But first off, just want to introduce my co-host, let them say a little bit about week one and what they saw this week. All right. Um, you just don't want to go game by game here, or just want to? I mean, just you, you can talk about some games. All right. You know, um, a certain game you want to talk about. The Colts game, they suck. We already knew that. Um, oh, you congrats, Nick. Um, you know, what I am going to do, I'm going to talk about the Steelers. That's from my game. So, all offseason, I saw the obituaries wrote about this team, how people think they're just going to suck. I mean, not us. None of us did. But a lot of the, a lot of the national media did. Right? A lot of the so meme pages. What? A lot of the meme pages saying they're the worst 11-0 team ever. Yeah. Yeah, I I can agree with that though. To be honest, yeah, I can't agree with that. Yeah, 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 yeah. One and zero, oh, you guys are on one. I can't. That's what I got. Um. So yeah, we all we march into Buffalo. And we just completely destroy them in the second half. First half was not good. All right, we're down ten zero. The offense. I mean, good God, I was I was really upset because the offense looked terrible. Ben looked washed in the first half. Um. The line looked terrible. Najee Harris, like, had no room at all to run. It was ridiculous. But then the second half, uh, we outscored them 23-6. to I know we had the, um, the punt, the block punt. But the offense looked really good in the second half. That's where I'm encouraged. People are talking shit about the offense, the national media, of course. But Ben even said last week that, there's going to be growing pains coming out the game. That's exactly what happened. Then they look good in the second half. I'm really encouraged. The Steelers run the north. All right. Um, let me talk about my next game here. Uh, oh, that's a big one. The Eagles. <clears throat> the Eagles look really good. Like, I know it's just mm-hmm. the Falcons, but they look, like, good. Do you guys agree there? Yeah. Yeah. The Very surprising good. game. I'm yes, not going like, to overthink it, though. I thought they would destroy the Falcons because the Falcons' defense is just horrendous. Yeah, but Jalen. Cut out? Is he cut now? Yeah, I can't hear him at all. <sighs> yeah, now yeah, I can. can okay. <laughs> Did I just cut out completely or? Yeah, for a while. Okay, so what was my last thought? You were talking about the Jalen Hurts. Okay, yeah, Jalen yeah. Hurts really good quarterback. But the thing that I want to talk about is uh, the defense of the Eagles shut out the Falcons pretty much, who has a pretty good offense. Um, the Falcons were a big surprise team this week. You said you thought they were going to blow them out. I didn't think that at all. I thought that thought it would be like a shootout. Eagles look good. Um, I thought Kyle Pitts was going to have a breakout game. Even though it's his first game, I thought he was going to have, like, a a really good debut, which is why I thought that the Falcons would just blow him out. But they shut him down to, like, 39 yards, I think it was. It was yeah. something low like that. All right, I'm going to pick 
I'm going to talk about two more games here, and then uh, uh, I'll let you guys go. But uh, I'll start with the Dolphins and the Patriots, and then I'll move to the Rams and the Bears. But I feel like the, the Patriots' loss was the most encouraging loss of the week. Like It was the best loss because they fumbled twice. They were better than the Dolphins. Uh, Mac Jones was about what you expected. I'd say like he wasn't going to come out there and be a world beater, but they ran the ball. Well, um, their defense played well and there were some encouraging signs from Tua early in the game. And then he had the interception. Um, but game for the Patriots, the way they ran the ball and, uh, Mac Jones didn't have, any major issues for a rookie. He's about what you expected. They should have won the game. They fumbled twice. Um, but no, it's about what I expected. As, that's what Patriots games are going to be this year, just slugfest, just 17-16, like no surprise there. Um, and then I'll just touch on the Rams and the Bears real fast. Real fast. Matthew Stafford looked amazing, albeit the Bears defense sucks now. Um I as, an NFC, it, I as an NFC North guy, I feel like um, Braden. You don't hate the Bears, though. I remember. No, you I, don't, I don't hate the Bears, but uh, it's time to put in Justin Fields. Like, quit playing around, Matt Nagy. Just put him in. That's all I've got to say about that game. And I guess you guys can go. Hey, Nick, me, okay, I'll talk about the Colts game. Uh, it was absolutely. Defensive and offensive domination by the Seahawks. I mean, uh, they just were hitting deep shots on our defense. It was we were trying to play cover two. Game and obviously, streaks to Tyler Lockett are just amazing for that Seahawks offense because that's really one of the main reasons why they won is because of those deep. Eric Fisher. Uh, Eric Fisher, which he's hopeful to play this week against uh, the Rams. The line isn't going to perform too well because Davenport, he gave up three sacks and a shit ton of pressures. So that didn't help at all. He actually looked pretty good. He had like 250 passing yards and two touchdowns. Not too bad. And uh, Taylor... He had a few breakout runs, but nothing too special. But this, the offense on Seahawks, in they were playing off the play action because uh, they were just manhandling this Colts defensive line. Chris Carson, he's probably averaging about five yards carry, I think it was. It was just a domination by the Seahawks. I'll talk a little bit about the uh, Texans-Jags game. Uh, Jaguars, I – just turnovers. Trevor Lawrence threw uh, three interceptions. Couldn't get the run game going with James Robinson. I think he only had nine carries. It was. He actually some, had five. Some, it's even worse. I thought I thought he only had nine. Yeah, well, he only yeah. had five. Maybe yeah. it was nine touches total. Maybe. But yeah, the the Jags' offense couldn't really get anything going uh, until the second half, really. And the Texans, they're just having their way with them in the first half. Tyrod Taylor 
had a really good game, 290-something yards, two touchdowns, I think it was. Uh, they just outplayed the Jaguars. I mean, there's not much to say. I mean, we didn't – I expected the Jaguars to not just implode like they did, but Urban Myers already got talks about not wanting to coach the Jaguars. So I don't know if that's a dysfunctional part of the team or it's just Urban Meyer being Urban Meyer, like the years past. Yeah. Um, I'll talk. Wait, what are no, you gonna no, say? No, you can go. I was just gonna comment on Urban Meyer real quick. Um, yeah, I heard talks before the season about you know his commitment to a Jaguars team that was you know maybe gonna take a few years. Um, because when you're with Florida, who won he won a national championship with, and all this uh, success he had with Ohio State. I mean, you're going to the Jaguars, which isn't that great of a team. But I want to comment on the Jaguars real quick because I'm pretty pissed off at them because I picked them in my pick em pool, and I'm already out week one. Uh, I went with the strategy of picking worse teams to beat even worse teams, and so later on I can pick the better teams. But the Jaguars completely sold the bag and lost to the Texans, which I did not think was going to happen. So screw the Jags. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, which, which other games? I'll, I'll talk a little bit about uh, Denver. Denver against New York, I guess, a little bit. Uh, New York's defense, they couldn't generate any pressure on uh, Teddy Bridgewater. He just had time to throw. Uh, obviously, that uh, Jerry Judy, he's injured now. That's going to affect the offense a little bit. Uh, and Cortland Sutton didn't really produce, but he's coming off uh, an ACL tear, so I think he'll eventually get it going. But uh, Melvin Gordon's uh, 70-yard run, I think it was, is something like that, it broke the game open, it seemed like. Like, after that, the Giants just kind of had nothing left, it seemed like. Like, they just didn't try. But, yeah. Teddy Bridgewater, he lit up this Giants defense. I'm a little surprised by that uh, because I, I don't think the Giants defense is horrible. I wasn't sure how uh, Teddy Bridgewater was going to do this first game. But uh, the games I'm going to talk about, first off, just like everybody else, I'm going to talk about the absolute horrible Packers game that happened on Sunday. Um, Aaron Rodgers just looked off. I mean, pretty much everybody that played looked off. Um, I don't want to overreact because it's week one, but I was a huge fan of the defense coordinator hiring, so I'm kind of questioning that. I mean, Mike Pettin was horrible. I mean, I think every Packers fan can relate to that. So, uh, that was just horrible. Matt LaFleur, the coach, post-game interview, said that he pretty much didn't prepare the guys at all. I think everybody was going into that game thinking, you know, we're going to knock the Saints around and... I don't think they prepared at all. I just think they were, you know, a little too cocky going into it. So, kind of glad they got humbled. Um, next game I'm going to talk about is Browns. Jeez, what a game. Um, really happy because Pat Mahomes and Tyreek Hill carried one of my fantasy teams to a victory. Um, but Browns and Chiefs, great game. I mean, the Browns are good, man. Browns are good. I yeah, don't they did really well. Yeah, they did. I'm. Not, I don't think they're good enough to beat the Chiefs yet. Obviously, I mean, they lost, but four point uh, I, game. I think, 
I think they were good enough. I think a lot of people are saying that it was the punt, uh, muff punt, that it was the turn of the game. I really think that it was a Nick Chubb's fumble. Like, once that happened, the Browns couldn't run the ball anymore, which they were having amazing doing all game. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, there was, like, a chart that I just saw not too long ago. It was, like, efficiency per run, and the top of the list was the Browns. And they were just running all over this Chiefs defense. And once they couldn't do that anymore after the Nick Chubb fumble, I really feel like that's when the Chiefs kind of took the game. Yeah, I can agree with that. Yeah. I think Nick Chubb is, is a great runner. Um, I think the Browns are good. What I mean by I don't think they're good enough to beat the Chiefs yet, I mean week one, uh, obviously because they lost. But um, we'll see how the season goes and see if they can – beat them if they meet in the playoffs again. Next game I'll talk about, which to me is arguably easily uh game of the game of the week. Raiders, Ravens. Wow. It great game. Uh, I mean Raiders had the ball on the one yard line, first and goal. QB sneak, it's stopped. False start. And then that interception, the Ravens get the ball back, fumble, and the Ravens, or excuse me, the Raiders fool everybody. And instead of running the ball like everybody in the whole stadium thought, they do a play action. Zay Jones, wide open, touchdown, game over. Um, what I think is interesting about the Raiders is, my God, Darren Waller, 19 targets. Jesus, yeah, man. That's, that's a lot of targets. That's crazy. Like, I saw. Especially for a tight end. I, yeah. I don't even think Tyreek Hill gets those targets. No, and I could be wrong, but I don't think Tyreek Hill's ever got 19 targets in a game ever. Um, but I saw a meme that had a sticky note that said, Raiders game plan, throw to Darren Waller no matter what. And that's kind of seeing how the game was. Uh, yeah. Some other things that people aren't really talking about much. Uh, Taysom Williams looked great for the Raiders. On Monday night, and so did Latavius Murray. I mean, he looked pretty decent too. So I think the Ravens, for the Ravens, yeah, Ray, I think the Ravens will be fine right, running the ball. Uh, Lamar Jackson looked more balanced as a passer. He seemed like his uh, feet were more set. I think Lamar Jackson. I think the Raiders will be fine. I just think the the Raiders just played a great, great game. Uh, last game I'm gonna talk about was the first game of the season, Bucks Cowboys, which was. Probably, arguably, the second or third best game of the week, depending where you rank the uh, Raiders, Ravens, Browns, and Chiefs. But, I mean, what a great way to start the season. Antonio Brown looked like prime AB was back a little bit, a little flashes. I mean, he only got five targets, but that big 50-yard touchdown was the difference maker for Antonio Brown's game. Um, Leonard Fournette and Ronald Jones uh, fumbled. But Leonard Fournette looked like the clear number one back. Ronald Jones looked absolutely horrendous. Um, Dak Prescott, man, just looked like he just started what he couldn't finish last year. And him and Amari Cooper, I mean, I I praise it all offseason and talking to my friends and and neighbors and things. And I think Amari Cooper is a clear, better wide receiver over CD Lamb. I mean, him and Dak just have that. Great connection. CD Lamb dropped a few passes. Um, 
I think a lot of people are, are overreacting on, on Zeke. I just don't think the game plan really fit him. It was more of a pass-heavy game when you're in a shootout yeah. with Tom Brady. On it was the, like 58 attempts for Dak. Like, yep. There's no room to give Zeke the ball. And I think it was Dalton Schultz. Somebody at the goal line just completely missed a wide-open block that would have made Zeke score in the end zone. I think Zeke's going to be fine. I mean, he was a great running back last year before Dak got injured. So I think a lot of people are overreacting on that. Uh, great game. I mean, we hand Tom Brady the ball back with a minute to spare. You're probably going to lose. And, you know, that pass interference call was a little questionable, you know, to say the least. Well, we we can't forget about the fact that Greg Zerline was pitiful. And he was. He kicking did the field kick goals. it up at the end, but he was bad. Missed three total kicks. Like, that's inexcusable for an NFL kicker to miss in a game. But I, I'm feeling great about my uh, Cowboys pick, too, for first place because, uh, I mean, they look great. Uh, Washington's going to have some QB issues. Although, I, I do think Taylor Heineke is going to be a fine just, – just, just fine for the uh, football team. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not saying he's going to be, you know, great by any means, but – I mean, the kid almost beat Tom Brady in the playoffs last year. A lot of people forget that. So, um, And I feel like we have to mention, I mean, the Cardinals' defense looked great. Chandler Jones, five sacks. I mean, Two force fumbles. Yep. Uh, so I'm feeling great about my uh, Cardinals' second-place pick. I mean, it's early in the season. Uh, but Tannehill and Derrick Henry look horrible. So you guys want to maybe talk about the Titans a little bit and the Cardinals. <laughs> Atrocious. Just. Uh, what do you like? Mike Vabral. Vabral. Weird name. It's Vabral. I know. I said it. I got it right the 10th time. Um, But he's a defensive coach. Like, I mean, come on. They haven't played good defense since he's been there. Think about it. I mean, come on. But, uh. No, Nick, you're the AFC South guy, so I'll let you. If you this is stuff yeah, you should know. Okay. I'll touch on a few North teams here that I want to okay, talk yeah, about. Yeah. The Titans, they were just – couldn't get anything going on offense, obviously. The, uh, the Cardinals defense was just having their way with, uh, with this Titans O-line, which I didn't think was going to be this bad. But Taylor won, and his comeback game was just awful. I mean, you saw him get his ass put on the ground by Buda Baker. Like – he has like a 100 pound weight advantage. Like that's just how dominant this uh, Cardinals defense was, and they were just stopping Derrick Henry. They couldn't uh, get anything going. I-, I didn't think Arthur Smith leaving for the Falcons was going to be this bad for this Titans offense, but clearly it's affecting it more than I thought it would. And Kyler Murray, he just balled out. I mean, five total touchdowns. I mean, he had plenty of time to throw, and whenever. He just got out of the pocket and made throws or took off for decent runs. I mean, there's not much you can say other than this was complete domination. Yep, I just got to take credit a little bit because I did say I could see Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins carry, the, uh, which the defense obviously did great this week. I'm telling you, Kyler Murray, I can see him carrying the Cardinals to that second-place spot. 
you want, you've been saying this a lot this podcast, and I take credit. I mean, let's talk about your Ravens pick. I mean, I know we you already you did have the Ravens, Ravens for the Super Bowl. Uh, okay, yeah, the Ravens. They are not winning with that. I I did I did say the Ravens last week, but this was before the Peters stuff. It, I think it was and before Marcus Peters I, okay. and Gus Edwards. Okay, that offensive line sucks. Though. I mean, the, they the thought Alejandro Villanueva was going to be good. As did not do great, but if if uh, offensive lines are struggling, any team, I think it's. It's going to be not as bad for the Ravens just because Lamar Jackson can escape out of that pocket. And the and running fumble, game, the running right? game didn't seem too bad Monday night either. But the fumbles were a problem, yes. I mean, and uh, I guess we touch on the Bengals. Like, Nick, what were you saying on the podcast? Like, Joe Burrow, yeah, he's going to play afraid, yeah. He did. He did. And the and like it was the fourth and one or third and one. Instead of going at the line, he audibled and called a shotgun pass. I mean, I'd say that's a little bit of brave. He looked fantastic. He did look good, but I'm just saying he. There's still a little bit concerned about his confidence in his O line. Listen, there's so much like we didn't touch on the Chargers either. I guess too, but uh, there's a lot to talk about all these young quarterbacks. There's a lot of. Them. There's a lot of I'd great names. I'd take Burrow. I'd take Joe Burrow. Wait, over, you take Joe Burrow over Herbert? Herbert? Yes, no I would. No, you can't. No, come on. Herbert converted like 14 for 18, I think it was, on third and fourth downs. Who has the better like, ro- that's supporting cast? Present. Who has the better supporting cast? Herbert. Herbert okay. by a mile. I'm saying like. But look what he did last year. No, Herbert's going to have better statistics, and he has a higher chance of winning because of the roster he has. But I'll take Joe Burrow. Um, I'm not going to take Joe Burrow for these reasons because um, Joe Burrow seems like a little scared out there, and I don't blame him because the offensive line is not great. And, you know, I don't know how those injuries are going to affect him long term. Um, I just think Justin Herbert – I see him being a better leader than than Joe Burrow. I oh, think. that's that's. I am on the complete other end of that. Joe Burrow is a fantastic leader. Uh, what I mean by like I if think, you mean like a better like quarter. If you said like more talented was Herbert, I'd say okay, you're probably right. But like, I, I feel but, like Burrow's give you Burrow gives you more like the intangibles, like the leadership. But when when it's all said and done. I think you're going to see Herbert have more team success, be able to do more. And obviously this is all on the quarterback. But I, I, I think Joe Burrow's going to struggle with getting the Bengals to the playoffs. I, I agree. Cause he, but the core, I'm, that's why I said who I'd take. Like it's not like who's going to have the better career. One I, will, I will say, though, I will say, though, we can't act like it wasn't a fumble. He was down. The Vikings, yeah, he was down. He was down. The Vikings should have won the game. But, but it, I, I still hand the Bengals credit for winning the game, but Dalvin Cook was down. The Vikings should have won the game. Oh, and they played the Vikings, absolutely horrendous. The Vikings should have definitely won, but those penalties were just horrible. Credit to, credit to Cincinnati crowd because you could tell they really got into the Vikings' 
heads because I mean there was so many penalties. All right. Um. <laughs> so let's see. Did we didn't touch on? Someone talk about the Chargers. I mean, I feel like we should touch on them. We we didn't touch on that. We need to touch on the Chargers, Panthers. 49ers, Panthers. And that's, and that's it. Yeah. All right. Um, I'll take uh, I'll take the 49ers, I guess. Um, but so this was a blowout. Like the 49ers, then they had this. I didn't watch a lot. I think they had a twenty point, twenty eight point lead at halftime. Yeah, I think so. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like my suck. I'll have to fix that. Um, but Garoppolo looks sharp. So, I mean, I don't really. I might have to look at some of the box scores here, but um, Nick Bosa is awesome. I, I just had a thought about that. He, he doesn't get enough talk, but he is fantastic. Um, Benai Sewell but, had a really good game against him, though. You can't – Yeah. It's, they, yeah they finally let him play left tackle, his natural position, and he did really good, I think, against Nick Bosa. <laughs> well – For a rookie, good, for a rookie. From what I'm looking at, I mean – one was good in like one half, and the other was good in another half. Like they were both good, but it was like a story of two halves. In the second half, Bosa was really good, but in the first half, he wasn't. Um, but yeah, this is—I don't even know really what to say about this game, to be honest. But the dynamic with Garoppolo and Trey Lance is still very interesting. Um, I do like the way Shanahan alternates them. Shanahan, top three coach in the okay, no, I'd say top three coach in the league. Um, I, I I can't I can't say that. Yeah, he may Belichick. be a great coach, but uh, he's a good coach, but he needs talent around him. If you look at his track record, if he doesn't have the talent that he does on the rosters that he has now, he doesn't have the coaching success. Like yeah, it, with Atlanta, I mean that was the best team that they had in like twenty years. Oh yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm just saying like. He's an offensive guru, but he doesn't have the same success with where it seems like Bill Belichick would have. Like I mean, he can lead a team to like nine and eight now and have a shitty Bill, offense. Belichick went seven and nine last year. I know, and he had no defense. Look at what Shanahan had last year. He didn't have shit. And, and he, he missed had... the playoffs too. And he only had like what six wins, Four five wins. Always had a great defense, but last year they did have an injury plague. Both the 49ers and the Patriots did, and I'm pretty sure they were like, they, I'll have to check records, but... Even if the Patriots had zero injuries, though, they weren't going to do anything last year. And I mean... Well, they, they were missing like five starters from opt-outs from COVID. Yeah, but that's... I mean, name me three really better coaches than Shanahan. Three better? Three better. Andy Reid. Mike Tomlin. Andy Reid. Okay, I'll give you that. I agree. That's it. Reigns? Okay, Sean Payton. Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick. Sean Payton. That's it. 
Not Ed uh, Carroll. Don't give me anything else. Sean McVay, no. I'll take Shanahan. He no, yet. No. If this offense no, plays no. like it doesn't. No, no. He, no. He's like 26 LaFleur's and like LaFleur's six. didn't have his team prepared to play this week. Like, you I'm, did not. I mean. Maybe. Don Payton. Not Sean Payton. Sean McVay. And maybe Pete Carroll. I think Sean. Uh, I disagree. Coach that doesn't get enough credit Sean McDermott from the Bills, though. Oh, I forgot I about him. Yeah. All right, he, he's in he, the discussion. Top five. There we go. There's a lot of good coaches. We didn't even mention Mike Tomlin, who has never had a losing season anyway. So um, you you oh, think man. he sucks? Okay, don't don't give me that bullshit. Uh, I think I, he's no, but I like him. But I think I don't know. It's a weird dynamic with Tomlin. Um, Kyle Shanahan, you know, maybe a great coach and all, but he's definitely my least favorite coach because. He screwed me when it came to fantasy football this weekend. Um, I don't know if anyone else listening you know, I got screwed over by Kyle Shanahan, too. But, you know, going into week one, there was no reports of anything wrong with Brandon Ayuk besides, you know, the hamstring and or Trey Sermon at all. And that those are two guys I have in a lot of leagues. And Brandon Ayuk is out there as a decoy. He gets zero targets, all because he thinks – that this random nobody that I've never heard of in my entire life is better than Brandon Ayuk. And everybody could agree that follows fantasy football that Brandon Ayuk was a potential breakout candidate this season. You know, second year wide receiver, I would say probably the most talented receiver on his team. You know, Debo Samuel did great, but it's the Lions. I'm not really going to talk about that. But Trey Sermon is inactive. A healthy scratch? Why? And apparently uh, he's the third best running – or sorry, well, third best running back now since Raheem Mostert's hurt. But how do you trade up for Trey Sermon and Elijah Mitchell and Jermichael Hasty are better than him? I'm sorry. Uh, Mitchell looked great, but I I think Trey Sermon's got a, a ton of potential. And so I'm – I'm kind of pissed at Kyle Shanahan because this man just wants to throw out a bunch of nobodies and, and not say anything till week one's already started. Like, you could have told us when I was doing all my freaking fancy drafts. But that's my uh, little rant about Kyle Shanahan because he screwed me over. And Zach Moss as a healthy scratch for no reason. When uh, Zach Moss was a potential late-round fantasy seal, that is now projected 1.7 points. So, great. So, screw Kyle Shanahan. That's what I have to say about him. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. What else do you say? Oh, yeah, Panthers and Chargers. I guess you guys can do that. Um, I'll talk about the Panthers a little bit just because they're probably my second favorite team. And uh, I have a 14-man fantasy football league, and I had Zach Wilson as my starter before I traded for Jalen Hurts. But um, I'll talk about the Jets first. You know, Zach Wilson actually didn't look bad this game. Um, the the Jets' offensive line is just terrible. Oh, my God, it's so bad. Yeah, Mekhi Becton going down was – Yeah, bad. that's not good. Um, and the start of the game, I mean, it's like the Jets' wide receivers can catch a ball. I mean – 
I think Zach Wilson was one for seven to start the game, but they had to drop at least three passes in those first seven attempts. And so, I mean, the Jets just didn't look good. Second half, right. they looked better, but. Uh, it says here 14 total pressures on Zach Wilson. Yeah, that's not good. But I will credit the Panthers' defensive line. Brian Burns, Derek Brown. I mean, those are some, some big dudes. And Panthers' defense. Don't sleep on Panthers' defense. That defense is young. That defense is, is going to be a force to reckon with for the next couple of years. And, you know, Sam Darnold revenge game, baby. He didn't look too bad here. But, uh. I mean, he he could have played better. He he was like one for four, one from one for five, something like that, inside the ten yard line and scoring a touchdown. Yeah, like, well, against this Jets defense, you got to convert inside the ten yard line for touchdowns and not go like one for four, one for five. In his defense, he probably didn't find red zone very much with the Jets, so he's not used to being there. <laughs> but yeah, um, but Zayden, if you want to talk about the. Uh, Chargers and football team game. Wait, Zayden or me? I don't know. We'll talk about you want. Okay. Well, I'll get the next. Okay, okay. I'll, I'll talk about it. Uh, Herbert, he, I think, um, three over 300 yards, touchdown and an interception inside the red zone, I think. But he was. Amazing on third and fourth downs whenever they were in those situations. Uh, this Washington defense couldn't get any pressure on Herbert, which really helped. Christian Darisol, probably offensive rookie of the week. I mean, he limited Chase Young whenever he played against him in the snaps. Zero Chase zero attacks. I mean, kind of unheard of from – Basically, what we saw from him last year, what, like I didn't expect Chase Young to be shut down like he was against Christian Derrickson. But, uh, yeah, Washington defense, they just couldn't couldn't get off the field, which which was, I think, the downfall. I mean, Fitz going down and Heineke coming in really hurts them. But still, the, the defense, they couldn't get off the field, which is – I think their ultimate downfall. Yep. I agree with that. Um I think I think charges will be fine. I think charges will be good. And you know, maybe it, it's just week one, but maybe we all underestimated uh that that division because I'm kinda of surprised everyone won in that division this week. Uh, I think Chargers, Chiefs, and those are two kind of no-brainers. Uh, Raven, or excuse me, Raiders. I keep saying Ravens. Raiders really shocked me, and I'm not too surprised that the Broncos winning because the Giants. But uh, so, I'd like to congratulate uh, Daniel Jones on his 40th career turnover. Jesus Amazing. Christ, that's Amazing. horrible. Um, anyway, that's our short and sweet little bit uh, week one recap. So if you guys want to move into the week two predictions, which starts tomorrow night, Thursday night football, we have the football team and the New York horrible Giants playing 
<laughs> I mean, what a matchup. Like, I mean, seriously. All right, so we giving picks now? Yep. All right, um, I guess I'll go first. I'll give spreads here. Um, see, so from what I <laughs> gather, gather here, uh, Washington is favored by three, I think, is a favorable line for Giants. I personally like Washington to cover the three here. Um, listen, it's the Giants. Start there. It's in Washington, I believe, yes. And uh, yes. I know Tyneke and, you know, but like um, Braden said, he almost beat Tom Brady. It's Daniel Jones is the Giants. Give me Washington. They'll probably win by a touchdown. Okay. I'll, I'll go next. Uh, yeah, I think the uh, football team should be the Redskins, but that's just my opinion. I think the football team wins this game and pretty easily. I mean, this Giants O-line is awful, and their defense couldn't get any pressure um, on Teddy Bridgewater. So I think Washington, even with te- with Heineke, he doesn't have a whole- I think that's another reason why Washington will win this game pretty easily. And I think they'll cut the spread. Yep. Uh, Washington football team, I think, is going to win this game. And I think you're going to see Antonio Gibson kind of have his first breakout game of the year. I think he's going to have a good game. And I don't know if anyone saw it, but Terry McLaurin had an absolute sports center top 10 catch um, against the Chargers on Sunday. Um, just an absolutely insane catch uh, for you at home. Um, everybody listening, you'll have to look it up if you haven't seen it already. But, yeah, I like the football team to win. I mean, the defense is clearly better. And I think Taylor Heineke's actually pretty decent. So, I think we all agree there. Washington. Um, do we have time to pick all games, like, quickly this week? Or are we still on a time crunch here? Um, do you want to try and get it done before the hour mark? Yeah, I think we can get it done if we go quickly. Yeah, we can. Uh, we'll go on the uh, ESPN list here. But starting with the 12 o'clock. 12 o'clock games, obviously. Start with uh, Saints-Panthers. All right. Um, let me find it here on my uh, – It's Saints-Panthers. All right. So, Saints favored by three and a half here. Um, personally, I'm going to bet the Panthers here. I'd say the Panthers – Keep it close. Saints looked awesome, but like uh, Braden said, that Panthers' defense is ferocious. So, I mean, I don't know. That's a tough. That's a tough one. But I think I think it's a slugfest with both these. Um, yeah, I got the Saints winning by probably a field goal. But I think this is a close game. I really do. This might be. You guys might disagree with this. I'm sure you do. But I think it's a close matchup. Yeah, I think it'll be close too. I think the Saints will probably win like by a field goal too. I mean, Jameis is he's safe with he's safer with the ball than he has been in years past. We saw that against Packers. He only had like 150 yards, but 50 of it 
did come from the one touchdown, five total touchdowns passing. But he's going to be efficient with the ball, which if the Panthers can generate a little bit of pressure, I think he'll break him down. Uh, but the same thing goes against the Panthers and Sam Darnold, which is why what Zayden said it will be a slugfest. I think it will be a slugfest as well. Like I think it, I think it, it's going to come down to who performs better by the running back situation, whether it's Christian McCaffrey or Alvin Kamara, and I think it'll be uh, Alvin Kamara. Yeah, I think it's going to be a. I think it's going to be a great, great game. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. I can just see it being that well of a matchup, and I, I don't think you know both offenses are really anything super flashy. Um, low scoring. I like the Saints barely, but I I could see the Panthers winning as well. I just think you know the Panthers you know kind of let up against the Jets a little bit. Um, I don't think the Saints are gonna be as dominant as they were against my Packers. Um, but I doubted the Saints last week. I'm I don't I don't feel like doubting them again. Um, I like the Saints barely, but uh, yeah, I think it's gonna be a great game. All right, so what's the next one? Um, we'll pull it up here. The next game is Bengals Bears in Chicago. Oh, all right. So the line here is Chicago minus three. I'll take. I'll take Chicago here. Listen, I know Chicago. Not a great team, but the Bengals aren't good either, and it's in Chicago, home opener. Um, I do, the defense, I feel like, <laughs> will play better, I'd hope. I don't expect much more from it, but it'll play better than it did because the way it did, it was atrocious. Um, I just think the Bear. this is just two bad teams doing it out, really. Um I actually think the Bengals cover. No, it's a push. Uh, Bears win by three. The line is Bears minus three. Bears win by three, probably. About three or four. Um, okay, I don't know who I want to pick here. On one hand, if, if Chicago starts Justin Fields, I think that Chicago wins probably by a touchdown, but I feel like they're going to start Andy Dalton, which I think is a horrible move because they have not too bad of a schedule in the beginning of the year to get Justin Fields used to it. But it's in Chicago. I think that the Bears crowd is going to play to Chicago's advantage, and I think Chicago will win by four over Cincinnati. Um, I think that Chicago crowd is definitely going to make a difference. I mean, there's a lot of crazy people in Chicago, you know, Windy City. Uh, Back I, in 85. Here's the thing. I think you're going to see uh, Justin Fields. I think you're going to see Justin Fields uh, every game slowly get a little bit more work here and there. Slowly. I don't think he's going to start this week, especially against the Bengals. And the Red Rifle gets his revenge game. But um, I think you're going to see Justin Fields start. 
when Andy Dalton just absolutely crashes one week and they're like, okay, we need to start this kid. Uh, I think it's a good thing that Andy Dalton started last week against the Rams because I don't really want my rookie quarterback prime time, first game ever in the league. But I like the Bears maybe by a field goal or two or a touchdown, barely. I just think that crowd is going to make a difference. And I like the Andy Dalton revenge game, baby. But, uh, yeah, I think it's going to it's gonna be a good game. Next game here, which I think there's an obvious winner, but we'll talk about it anyway. Mm-hmm. It's the Browns and Texans. But, hey, I doubted them last week when I picked the Jaguars, my pick and pool. So maybe they'll have the ultimate upset this week. But All right. So I already decided on this one. Browns, Browns, 12 and a half. That's way too much. Texans are going to cover 12 and a half. All right. They're not going to lose by more than 12 and a half. Children in that city will probably go nuts. But, uh, you know, everybody's expecting the Browns to blow them out, so that means they won't. That's, I mean, it's exactly what happens with the Browns every time. So, um, Browns are way better. They're 12 and a half points better than the Texans. I'd say yes. Um, but I don't think they cover the 12 and a half. Cleveland wins by about 10. Damn it. I don't want to say the exact same thing that you said, but I think the I think Cleveland wins by 10. You know, we, we don't we kind of expect we kind of know what to expect from Houston and their offense is gonna be safe play from Tyra Taylor and they're gonna rely on ground and pound. But I think Cleveland's just way better at doing the same exact thing. So, yeah, Cleveland by 10. I don't think they'll cover 12 and a half. Um, I think they will. I think they will. I think they're going to win by two touchdowns, maybe 17, touch, two touchdowns and a field goal. Um, I just I think the Texans are going to be like the Jaguars last year where they upset the Colts week one and then just absolutely tank the rest of the year. I think that's what's going to happen with the Texans. I think they had a shocking win last week, and I think they're just going to absolutely explode the rest of the season. Um, I, I mean, the Browns lost by four to the Chiefs. Like, if they if they don't cover, I mean, that I, I take that as an L for the Browns personally. But, yeah, I think the Browns are going to win by at least two touchdowns. Um, I think if they cover, it'll be by 13. Yeah. That's I, I, think it'll, I think it'll be like half a point covered. Yeah. Um, Nick, if you want to start, this is well, your game, Colts Rams. So, you, you want me to lay the line for this one? Oh, yeah. You can. Yeah, what's the line? Um, Colts Rams. We got uh, Rams minus four. Okay. Uh, well, keep your throw your bias aside here, Nick. Okay, so I think the Colts will win by four touchdowns. Obviously, <laughs> but I think I think Los Angeles wins. I mean, based on what we saw with this Colts defense last week, we have no corners and. We can't stay in zone the entire game, which I feel like what is what Matt Eberflus is going to do. And obviously, deep shots are going to – are 
what Los Angeles is good at based off the Bears film. But yeah, I think I think Chargers win by ten in Indy, as much as I hate to say it. Not Chargers, Rams. Um, all right, There's too many I, I Los Angeles teams. I guess I'll go next. Um, I got the Rams winning by eight in this one. Um, Nick Nick laid it all out. Um, I mean, <laughs> Colts start zero and two. Rams go two and zero. There you go. Rams win by eight. That's all I gotta say. I think the Rams are gonna win by ten. Uh, Matthew Stafford looked great. I'm feeling good about my dark horse MVP, Matthew Stafford. Dark horse, they say. Do you really need a dark horse anymore, though? Like, there's been a lot of... What? There's been a lot of MVP chatter around Matt Stafford. I would say before the season, I mean, it was dark horse. But after week one, I think a lot of people more jumped on the bandwagon. But as soon as he got traded to the Rams, he was... He was a top ten MVP choice for me, um, but I have I I do have a bone to pick with Matt Stafford because why is he going to breakfast with Cooper Cup and not Robert Woods? Why is he not in the breakfast uh, circle? Because I have Robert Woods in one of my fantasy leagues and I drafted him over Cooper Cup, so I'm kind of pissed off about that. Yep, I got Cooper Cup and he's awesome. Yeah, well, yeah, you suck, but uh, I. <laughs> And I have Matthew Stafford as my quarterback, so I stacked him and Woods. So that kind of sucks. I didn't know about this whole breakfast circle. I don't know why all this news is coming out when my drafts are already over. But anyway, um, I'm going to knock on Wood because I don't ever wish injury on anyone whatsoever. I just hope Carson Wentz does not get injured by that Rams defense um, because I feel like he has bad luck. But I think Rams win. I think Colts will get back on track. I just think they're going to have a little bit of a rough start to the season. We have probably the hardest schedule in the NFL, like the first five or six weeks. Yeah. Uh, next week. I mean, you're lucky you're in Titans, a terrible division, too. Which is touching. Yeah, out. we are. Well, it's not that bad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we should um, have this point. Anyway, next game, which I think is going to be a better game than some people may think, Chiefs Chargers. No, well, Chiefs Chargers. Yeah. Chiefs Ravens. Oh, sorry, I was looking at week three. I was looking at the cold oh. schedule. That's okay. why. Anyway, the next one would be Buffalo at Miami. Yeah. Okay, you guys are on ESPN. Buffalo at Miami. Is that what we're doing? Yep. Yes. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, Buffalo is going to smash the Dolphins. I mean, they are going to kill the Dolphins. They cover easily. They're pissed off they lost. This is a big bounce-back week for them, honestly. Um, I think they destroy the Dolphins. Who, uh, I mean, they got a good defense, but, I mean, Buffalo is just going to come out fire, and you can expect that. And if they don't, I'd be concerned. Um, no, I think Buffalo wins by 10. 10. About what, 10. What's the spread? Touchdowns, I'd say. It's uh, ESPN says three and a half. Yeah, yeah. Three I think Buffalo wins by yeah, 10 or 14 around there. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I think Buffalo, they're like what Zayden said, they're going to play pissed. They're going to 
just throw haymakers at at Miami. And I don't think Miami has enough offensive power, like we saw last week, even with Tua playing pretty good, to compete with Buffalo. I think it's going to be 10 points by Buffalo. I bet – I think that Buffalo will win by 10 points over Miami. Uh, yeah, it, the winner's definitely going to be Buffalo. Um, revenge, you know, after losing to the Steelers in a game they probably shouldn't have. Um, I think the Dolphins will be all right, but I think they'll have a little bit of a step back playing a better defense because, let's be honest, that Bills defense is pretty good. They shut down the uh, Steelers a whole first half. So it's going to be the Bills. I like them at probably 13 to 14 points. But uh, I don't want to keep everyone here too long. So I think we're going to try and get all the games done. But, you know, you can only talk so much. And we all, we're only through six games so far. Um, so I think let's skip around a little bit because some of these next few games are a little drier. But uh, I think let's skip to uh, Steelers, Raiders, and I'll let Zayden start. Oh, Zayden left. I think okay. like that. Did he crash? All right. You can, Nick, you're on, you can go ahead. Do you want to go to New England, New York? I'm just going to say who I think is going to win. Oh, I mean, yeah, if you want to talk about that game, you can just I, say one. I, I'm going to go pretty quick. Uh, I think New England destroys the Jets at, uh, in New York. I mean, I don't think this game is going to be close. Um, obviously, what we saw last week, if it's any intentions, the Jets will just no. Don't beat the Jets. Yeah. Jets are gonna lose. <laughs> I mean that's just that's just clear. I, I mean Mac Jones will be better. So Nick, how much do you think the Patriots won by? Well what's the spread? I don't know what the spread was. Uh, uh New England minus five and a half. I think New England wins by fourteen. <laughs> I think I think New England wins by a touchdown. Because I think that's the style they're gonna play. Like, they're going to – no matter who the team is, it's just going to be a slugfest. I mean, they're just not – Yeah, but it's the Jets. I mean – That is true. They're going to run all over them. I, I think they, they win by three touchdowns. Three touchdowns? Yeah, I think I think we're picking too many close games. I think we're going to have a few blowouts. We will, but, I mean, are we picking the right ones here? I think so, right? I, I think know, the I blowout comes in like an unexpected game. Like, uh, All right. I don't know. You'll see, but that's let's see. Oh God, that's probably the Steelers. <laughs> All right, what's the next game? Okay, next yeah. game: Forty Niners at Philly. I'll, I'll sum it up real quick. I think San Francisco does exactly what they did to the Lions in the first half, and they don't let off the gas in this game. And I think they the spread's probably what ten. San Francisco, Zayden? Um, nope, San Francisco's only favored by three and a half. It's in Philly. Three? Yeah, I st- I'm three. still picking San Francisco by a touchdown. Not a touchdown. Probably 17. Probably 17. I don't think it's going to be close. All right, 17. Um, hmm, I, I'm taking Philadelphia. What? Wow. I am. Man, this is tough. Yeah, I'm taking Philadelphia. 
You can't overreact like too much to the Falcons' shitty defense. Hold on. Hold on. Braden just said, like, I think we're going to see some blocks. I think we're going to see some upsets. Like, this is the NFL. Like, we're going to see yeah. some upsets. And what we – I mean, look at what 49ers did in the second half. Like, you impact, are you impressed by that? No, I'm not either. All right? So – Nobody is. <laughs> Philly – I don't know. This is a tough one. I really, I got Philly pulling off an upset, winning by three. It's crazy, right. I know, but I'm gonna have an upset somewhere. This is the NFL. Um. So, Zayden does have a point because the Lions did have the ball with 55 seconds exactly. down eight. So. I think the 49ers are going to hurt a little bit more than people think from losing their defensive coordinator to the Jets. Um, but I, I don't think that's enough for them to lose. Um, I think they beat the, the Eagles. But I don't think it's going to be a blowout. I think it's probably a field goal to touchdown game. I, I like Jalen Hurts. I think he's going to be – one of those good, really good second-year quarterbacks. Um, so, I think it's going to be closer just because I'm not 100% sold on the 49ers this year, hence why I had them in third place this year. But um, if we're still going in order through all the games or if we're going to skip around, uh, well, we're going to go to the next game anyway. Cause this well, wait, really uh, can I have one more thing here? Yeah. Um, also. Home opener there. Philly's crazy. Let's just say that. We talk about all these other places. Philly might have the craziest fans. So Them and Buffalo is, is definitely close. Tough place to play. I don't know if I trust Jimmy Garoppolo going into a hostile environment like that. Yeah, and if they don't trust Jimmy Garoppolo, I can see them going to trainings in some situations. Exactly. It's, it's, it's a good game. Underrated. Yeah, it is going to be an underrated game. Uh, next game is, is your team. We'll see if there's any bias here. But it's the uh, Steelers and Raiders. Okay, I'm going to stay completely objective here. Um, Steelers won by 21. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> no, but... I Seriously? You guys are going to think I'm crazy? I, I like the Steelers by two touchdowns here. Home opener Pittsburgh. Um, that's that Steelers defensive line is just going to eat up that offensive line for the um, Raiders without Incognito because he's not going to play again. I don't think from what I've seen, he's their leader on the line also. Um, but they're going to eat him up. They're not going to. They're going to struggle to score. I do feel a little bit nervous about our offensive line going up against Crosby. It looks really good, <laughs> especially we have a weakness um, on the line there. So, I mean, I do th- – I think – I just think we match up well with them. But, you know, this is the type of the game in the Mike Tomlin era where, you know, we'll go in and it'll lose by three because that's just what happens. So, uh This is a big game for me and my confidence. 
I do think they'll look better, considering how the second half went. They won by 14, let's say 20-14. Raiders struggle to score. I think Pittsburgh wins by 10. I don't think it will be two touchdown game. I think it will be 10 points. If the Raven, I'm not the Ravens. If the Steelers can stop Darren Waller, I mean, you're stopping I mean, the Raiders. Back there, I think we can take Darren Waller. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, if they stop Darren Waller, then I think they win this game pretty handily. But, again, Steelers' offense isn't that great. So, I think they struggle a little bit against this Raiders defense who plays hard. Yeah, I like the Steelers in this game just because I think the uh, Raiders have a little bit of a setback. I think the Steelers have a little bit of a setback, but not enough to lose the game. Um, I mean, Darren Waller, 19 targets is insane. I don't think he'll get as many that game, but I could definitely see it being double digits. Um, I think Najee Harris will have a better game as well. Uh, Josh Jacobs. I mean, he looked great on Monday, but he, he you saw him limping on the field a little bit, so you don't know how that running game is going to go. But, um, yeah, I like the Steelers probably by a touchdown. Uh, I think it's going to be a good game, but I, I think that Steelers home opener, I don't think the Raiders are going to have as much momentum as they did in their uh, home opener, so... Okay, next game's uh, Denver at Jacksonville. All right, I'll keep this one quick here. Denver minus four. I'm taking Denver to win by a touchdown. Yeah, yeah, touchdown. I think Trevor Lawrence bounces back, but Jacksonville's just not good enough. And Denver's a good team, so um, that's what I've got to say about it. And Jacksonville also. That's why another reason it'll be close. Um, hotter than hell down there. Yeah. That's what I got. Uh, Denver by seven. Okay. Yeah, I think Denver. I think it'll, they'll. It'll be a four-point game. I think Denver wins by four. I don't think it'll be any more because they're missing Jerry Judy, who's, I think, would have had a really big bounce back year. Not bounce back, but like. Not a sophomore slump, a so- the sophomore jump that we saw a few years back with, like, Carson Wentz and Jared Goff. That's what they were calling it, sophomore jump. But, yeah, I think uh, Trevor Lawrence bounces back. He catches up with the speed a little bit better of an NFL game. I think Denver still wins by four, though. Yeah, I'm going to pick Denver just because I'm not – Picking Jacksonville again. They let me down last week. So, uh, you know, $5 on there again back. But, um, yeah, I think it's going to be down for, I think Devontae Williams is going to maybe have a little bit more of a jump just because I don't really trust Melvin Gordon all year. Um, Carlton Sutton's underrated. I mean, Jared Judy out. I mean, he looks like he's going to be the guy in Denver. No fan, I like. Um, you know, I don't know about Bridgewater and Locke. We'll see how this that progresses. But, I mean, the Broncos' defense is solid. Um, I just think it's going to – I think it's going to take Urban Meyer and, and Lawrence maybe three to four weeks to get going. So, I like Denver probably by six 
Six points, touchdown, field goal. All right. Uh, but moving into the three o'clock games, we got the Cardinals and Vikings. All right. Um, Arizona's only favored by three and a half. Um, yeah. I'd smash Arizona minus three and a half. They are, I think, going to destroy the Vikings. Um, I just Kirk Cousins going to get eaten alive back there. Um, check down. That is, um, Arizona's home opener, which I've been mentioning. Uh, yeah, there's no way I'm gonna trust Kirk Cuff, Kirk Cousins in a hostile environment. Um, yeah, give me the Cardinals by 14. Okay, I think this will be a surprising, surprisingly good game. I think. Arizona only wins by three. I think it comes down to a field goal because Minnesota played like crap last week against the Bengals and ultimately ended up losing. But, well, that's what happens when you don't play your starters at all during the preseason. I mean, it's going to take them a little bit to get adjusted to game speed. But I think this game will be closer than what Zayden is predicting. I think that Arizona still wins, obviously, because – their uh, Minnesota's O line is hot ass cheeks, but <laughs> I, I I think it's gonna be a close game. I think Arizona wins by three. I think it's gonna be closer just because I like the uh, I like the Vikings offense, um, but I mean like Cardinals defense was good last week. Um, I think it's gonna be a probably ten point win for uh, Arizona. Home opener and the offense is. It's too powerful, and that defense is solid. And, you know, that Vikings defense has a lot of questions. And when you lose to the Bengals in overtime, you know, fumble or not, I'm not picking you. So, next game, probably another really obvious pick here. It's uh, Tom Brady's boys, the Buccaneers, versus the uh, Choke Falcons. So, uh, Zayden. Here's it. Is he gone? Uh, I'm just gonna assume well, he is. That way we're not delaying too much. Okay, yeah, he he just went. Okay, yeah. I'll just talk about it a little bit. Uh, Tampa Bay. That that's just my pick. Tampa Bay by fourteen. Yeah. I I don't need to talk about it. Tampa Bay. I think they uh, cover well. I think they win by probably three. Touchdowns. I mean, that Falcons defense is just horrid. Um, next game here. I think it's going to be a good game. Uh, Cowboys Chargers. Yeah. Uh, Cowboys at Chargers. I think. I think the Chargers win this game by a touchdown. I mean, Dallas's defense is still pretty bad. I mean, they've made improvements, but I just think that. The Chargers are just going to outplay them on offense compared to what Dallas is going to do. I mean, but that does change if Zeke performs well. But I don't. I think he still doesn't do the best this week against the Chargers. So I think Chargers win by four or touchdown, some somewhere around that ballpark. Um, I can see Zeke taking a few weeks. I can agree with that, but I don't agree that. 
the Chargers. Oh, and Lyle Collins, he's out. I forgot about that, and I don't know if Zach Martin's available this week. I forgot to yeah, say that. He, he is out. I'm not sure. If I think Zach Martin's available. available. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I have to check on that. I'll let Zayden go after, after me, but uh, I just think the Cowboys' offense is going to outplay the Chargers. I mean, Chargers' offense is good, but I mean, the Bucks' defense is, is legit. I mean, in Dak Prescott threw 400 yards in four quarters. Um, I just think that Cowboys offense is too good. Um, I think, you know, Chargers will play well. I'm just not sure they're ready to beat that high quality of an offense. I think Herbert will be able to keep up pretty well. But I think maybe one turnover or something in that ballpark of of the Chargers is going to cost them a game. So I like them probably by 10. The Cowboys by 10 or LA? Yeah, Cowboys. I mean, I couldn't disagree more. Like, Dallas traveling out to LA. I mean, I know it's only from Dallas, but like, it's different time zones. Um, I think Dallas is in, I don't even know what time zone they're in. Are they in the Central? Dallas does like to play in LA, though. I mean, we can't forget about that. They do have a bunch of fans there. And they, yeah, that and was that's where they had their training camp. Fans. So, yeah, I mean, the changing of the time zones and just traveling out west, it's still like big deal, I'd say. But, uh, and that the fact that I mean, Harvard's just gonna he's gonna throw all over that defense. This is gonna be a track meet, personally, I think. Um, I mean, I see this being a shootout. This can be a fun – I think this is a fun matchup. Um, is this America's Game of the Week? Or is on, that – Well, I mean, technically it's not because it's on CBS. Yeah. It's so... the one that Jim Nance and Romo are calling. They are at the game. So it is technically the big game this week. Yeah. Okay. But um, Chargers win by three, I'd say. Um, you guys did the Falcons and the Bucks. Yeah, you can yeah. talk about that real quick if you'd like. Um, I'm sure you guys picked the Bucks, didn't you? Yeah, we didn't hardly talk about it. To win by how much though? I think I picked 14. He said 21. I think that's what he's. That's what he said. What? Surprisingly close. I just. I, this, like I said, I mean, the Falcons look terrible. I'm not going to deny that. <coughs> oh, God. Can't quit coughing. Um, but, like, I just see this as a big, just a letdown, you know. I mean, this, I don't know, because Tampa Bay does have the extra rest after playing on Thursday night. Never mind, Tampa by 10. I'll take that back. Okay, that, that seems more reasonable. And it's at Tampa, so. I know it's at Tampa. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tampa by 10. I wouldn't be surprised if the Falcons just – I don't even have a reason for them keeping it close other than just a big surprise. But uh, what's the next one? Uh, we did the uh, – Tennessee at Seattle. <clears throat> All right. So, what's that? Seattle minus four and a half. Seattle – oh, God. Home opener in Seattle. Seattle wins by two touchdowns. Actually, Seattle by 10. I take that back. Tennessee, hopefully, should 
do the Buffalo thing, come out pissed off and play better. But, I mean, playing in that at CenturyLink in front of that crowd. And the Seahawks always start fast, like we talked about. And, I mean, Russell Wilson, he looks very motivated this year. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Okay, so I'll go now. I think Seattle wins by six. I mean, I think Tennessee will play pissed off, like Zayden said. But I still – there's still questions about Tennessee's defense and their secondary. There, There's no question really about their D-line that it's well improved from last year. But if it's any indication of what happened to them against, uh, against Arizona – I mean, Russ is kind of like the same or even better version of Kyler. I mean, the game's going to be closer, I think, than what it was against Arizona, but I still think Seattle just wins based off of how they match up against Tennessee by six. Um, I'm going to go with two circumstances here. Uh, A.J. Brown has had some questions. With injury, I would know because I mean I got alerts because he's on cup. He's on a couple of my fancy teams, but uh, if AJ Brown doesn't play or he's limited or decoy or whatever you want to call it, uh, I think the Seahawks win pretty easily. And uh, but if not, I think yeah Tennessee wins. Um, I like Tennessee just because I think they're gonna come out pissed off. I like. I mean, I think Seattle's good. Um, I just, I, I, I think Tennessee is just gonna, it's just gonna win. I just have a gut feeling. I don't really have any real logic <laughs> I could throw at you. But. I had the same feeling. It's just I, I can't go against Seattle based off of what I saw. Yeah, I mean that's fair. You mean you watch the game, the whole game, probably. You're a Colts fan. Yeah. But, so Sunday night football. We got the Chiefs and Ravens, which will be a great game. Ah, I mean, I guess I'll start like usual. Chiefs favored by three and a half. You said it was going to be a great game. It's going to be a great game for a different reason. I feel like that this the Chiefs do this thing where they, you know, they're going to come out and they're going to play around. You know, they're going to make you think you have a chance, and then that second half hits. They're going to be down probably. They're going to be losing at halftime, and then. Boom, what do they do? They're going to rattle off 21 in a row, and they're going to win by – probably win by a touchdown. They'll be down by two scores. Um, this is just the thing. If they wanted to, they could come out and blow the Ravens out. With that secondary and with the way the Ravens play the Chiefs, I bit, I saw a stat like Ravens love the blitz, and Patrick Mahomes torches the blitz. So they should not blitz this weekend, but – or. Sunday, they should not blitz, but they probably will because they're the Ravens. They should. I, I expect them to get torched, but I expect Kansas City to do that thing where, you know, they come out and they don't really care at the beginning, and then they're down by double digits, and then next thing you know, they're up by seven. Like the Texans game in the playoffs. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, Chiefs win by a touchdown, I think. Okay. I think the Chiefs win by four. I think it'll be closer than what people expect, even though the spread's only three. Uh, I don't think they're going to win it by a touchdown. Uh, 
Baltimore's O-line was awful against the Ra- Raiders' uh, D-line, but I I think that they'll keep Lamar Jackson a little bit more upright and not running for his life as much. And I think Lamar has a better game than he did last week, even though he did have a pretty good game still. Uh, I think, obviously, we know the Kansas, Kansas City Chiefs, who they are. They're, I still have worries about this defense, their defense, like what we saw against the Browns. And I just think that the Browns had a momentum shift to the Chiefs later in that game. I think Baltimore ultimately in, ends up losing in Baltimore by four. Um, I think Bishop Sinkamore beats the Chiefs. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I, th- <laughs> I think the uh... – we got high D1 recruits right here. Oh, yeah. I think the uh, Chiefs win probably by a touchdown. I think this game is going to go into the final minutes. I think it's going to be a close. I think it's going to be a great game. Um, I, I can agree with Zayden. I think that maybe the Chiefs will be down at halftime. Um, I think it's going to be a great game, though. I think you'll see Lamar Jackson and Pat Mahomes just battle it out. Um that's why I think it's going to be a close game. I feel game. like mentioning them in the same sentence is kind of disrespectful. How? They're two top ten quarterbacks. Mahomes is one. Jackson is what, tenth? No, he's six or seven. Oh, yeah. oh come so, on. What's the name? I mean, I know we're like, we're on, been, let me just name a couple. I mean, you got Rodgers, you got Brady, you got Mahomes. You got Wilson. Um, I mean, maybe jumping the gun here. You may but, uh, Murray? Murray? Are you saying Murray? How many are we at? Five? Yeah. Well, you got to okay. mention Garoppolo. I mean, he's an absolute oh, dude. dark Come horse on. right now. Matthew Stafford? I'll take him over Lamar Jackson. That it might be crazy, but I'll take him. I, I would, too. Okay. Um, I, I would have taken him. Josh on Allen. The Lions. Look, how did we forget Josh Allen? Yeah. Um, let's see who else we got here. Uh, would you say Kirk Cousins? He no. he was he had a, he had a really good last last year. Nick. Hold on, oh, oh. don't overlook Kirk. He's I think he's a pretty decent quarterback. Check he is, but he is not better than Lamar Jackson. Yeah, I mean, come on now. Dak Prescott is better than Lamar Jackson. That's fair. Um, uh, but it's, it's close. I've named eight quarterbacks. Like, I mean, then you got Justin Herbert, who could be better. Nah. Uh, yeah. Uh, this not year? right now. Not, so. not right now. Next year. Who would you take this year, Lamar Jackson or Justin Herbert? In the playoffs. I mean, not in the playoffs. In, in the playoffs? In the playoffs, who would you take, Lamar Jackson or Ben Roethlisberger? I mean, come on. I'm taking Ben Roethlisberger. Lamar Jackson. <laughs> Look at Ben Roethlisberger's big clutch moments. I Nick, don't give on. a hell if he's uh, Lamar Jackson is miles better. Than I would him. I would rather take Lamar right now in the career, not a prime Ben Roeth. I take prime Ben Roethlisberger in the playoffs, but right now you can't take Ben Roethlisberger in the playoffs over Lamar Jackson. Trust Lamar to stay, but you can't trust the Steelers' passer, offense either. As a passer, to lead that game-winning drive. 
Ben Roethlisberger has 48. We saw we saw him drives. lead a drive to <laughs> beat the freaking Titans. <laughs> what? Didn't he beat the Titans by like winning, yeah, like getting that fifty-yard run? But do you trust him against? He had that fifty-yard run, but like another thing is, he's not going to sustain this. Like Nick, have we talked about this before? Like I'm not I think, a believer yeah. in these dual-threat, like big, like run-first quarterbacks because they're just going to get. You hurt. think he's going to end up like Robert Griffin third? I know no, that you said get, that. He's going to get hurt. He needs to. He needs like what we saw in the Raiders game was a little encouraging. Some of the throws he made, like the one downfield to what's his face, that was a hell of a throw. Sammy Watkins. Yes. Week one God. Yeah, but, uh, week one God. Seriously, like, do you do you trust him in the playoffs? I trust him more than Ben Roethlisberger right now. I'll tell you that. Herbert is a better yeah. passer of the football. I try yes. Jackson more than Justin Herbert. Just Herbert's never played in the playoff game. Oh, I'm not. I wasn't making the case for playoffs for him. But, oh. like, you want to use the never played in the playoff. I mean, Ben Roethlisberger's won two Super Bowls. So, yeah, but that's ben just, also But he's not that. higher on the list. That wasn't my argument. I'm just no, saying. I know. In a playoff game, you need a game winning drive. That's a better question. Who are you taking? Lamar Jackson. Okay. That's All ridiculous. Day. That's fine. Lamar Jackson is better. He, he's better it right really, now. Doesn't really matter on the situation. He's, he's the better quarterback. After, yeah, I think after this year, Herbert will be better than okay. Lamar. But so right Burrow now, I just can't take. Burrow, is, Burrow will be better too. No, oh, easier. No but... way. That's what I, I think. But I don't think so. I can't see. Bur- I think Burrow and Herbert will be really good, but I don't think that. Herbert's going to be worse than Burrow. Like, there's no indication that he is going to be, but there is an indication that Burrow it could end up worse based off just the team that he's on. I mean, I think Bengals, if they don't fix the O-line, then they're going to ruin Burrow's career. And oh, you man. saw that I- Los Angeles is trying to fix their O-line. They drafted Christian Darisol with the 13th pick last year. They're obviously okay. trying to address yep. it, and they've signed uh, Lindsley or something or like that from the Packers. Like they're they're trying to help I'm saying, their young quarterback, and I'm I don't think that the Bengals would. He will be a better quarterback, I think. I also don't think Lamar Jackson, which is this is a prediction, I guess going off past years, could make he is top, he is ten, but top ten, he's not top five. That's a no, he's not top five, but I think he's five through ten is debatable for most of the positions. He's in, he's in between six through ten. I mean, he's in the second, he's in the third tier of quarterbacks. Is that crazy? Do you mean third tier by like 11 through 15? Or no, like, no, 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 tiers are like okay, so you got the guys who are fighting. That's Mahomes. Well, I consider top five first tier. Second no. tier is like six through ten. You don't do 10, numbers in tiers. You just pick the best ones. Okay, so who's in that first tier? Mahomes. Mahomes. Rogers. And Rogers. Rogers. And she closed the door. Josh Allen. No, not yet. I think Josh. Not yet. Uh, based you off that Josh week Rogers. one, I, I don't know if I can now. Okay, you can't. You got to put Rogers and Mahomes. Brady's. Look at Brady's supporting cast. He's not in that first tier. I know what he did. 
he's not in the first tier. I don't think he is either. I think okay. he's around five or six. Wilson, maybe? I'd give Wilson first tier. No. Right. If it's first six weeks. <laughs> yeah. True. But, I mean, but we know what we're getting from Wilson, Rodgers, Mahomes. We've seen it one year for Josh Allen. I want to see it again. Yeah. And I think, honestly, I think Lamar Jackson's underrated at this point. I mean, I think people forget. He is underrated. He won an MVP. I mean, the guy's good. Um, I I just don't think he's going to stay healthy, personally, also. I could see him being more like Cam Newton than Robert Griffin, though. Yeah, no, definitely more Cam Newton. But where's Cam Newton now? 32, 33? He's out the league. But you know what? That's pretty good. But Cam Newton is a physical runner. Lamar Jackson doesn't take too, too many big hits. Cam Newton would lower his shoulder. Which obviously yeah, was his downfall. He's also a dinosaur. Look at every like big run for yeah. quarterback that's ever came through the league. And look at their longevity. Mike Vick had a pretty long career. I mean, except for the dog fighting. I mean, that obviously hurt his career. But I think he probably would have won a few MVPs if he didn't get into that scandal. Yeah. Uh, uh, Steve Young. I mean, he had a pretty good career, obviously. But are they like, I mean, Vic, but Steve Young, like compared to Jackson in terms of running? Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, the closest thing to, to uh, Lamar Jackson would probably be Vic, but Lamar just doesn't have the arm like Vic had. Let's see, Vic played till his 35 oh, uh, who, who's Who's that old Steelers quarterback? That he was like number ten. Um, I don't mean to be racist or anything, but he was black. Uh, he played like every position yeah, on offense. You know who I'm talking about, right? Yeah, but you. But here's the thing. I wanted to mention something about Vic. Also, he only played till 35. Is that a long career? Now, no, no, it's not for a quarterback. It is. He also played in the era where there wasn't as many quarterback protections as there are now. So you got to remember that. I mean, I mean, he start, He played into the end of the era where it started to get like he that. He came into the that league, I think, two years after Peyton Manning did. And 2001. And Peyton Manning played till Peyton what Manning age? was 98. What, what age? Okay, it's three years. What age did Peyton Manning retire at? Manning played for 18 years. And Vic had how many did you say? 15? Uh, thir- 14? 14. 14 you see, not too bad. I mean, Peyton did get carried like his last two years there in Denver. So, okay. yeah, but I mean, Vic didn't play good his last few years either. Uh, yeah. All right. Anyway, that was a long topic about Lamar <laughs> Jackson. <laughs> it was just. Uh, it was good. It was a good conversation. Though. You're you're like uh, Bill Polian, Zayden. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I just, I just listen. He's just well. Bill Polian was the only reason why Lamar Jackson didn't get the unanimous MVP is because Bill Polian doesn't like Lamar Jackson. <laughs> listen, it's not like I don't like the guy. It just you know, I think he's overrated. Nah, I'm a little Steelers bias. At this point, he's <laughs> underrated. Yeah, he's underrated. He's underrated. Uh, I mean, he's top 
nine quarterback. There. I know, but but the way you just talked about him, there's no way he's overrated because if he was overrated, he would be people would be saying he's top five. Well, he's top. I feel eight. like if the, the if whole, you're like conversation stem from him and Mahomes being in the same sentence, and they don't. This is true. The same I I I didn't say anything about that. I think that was Brady. Well, yeah, but I mean, when you're talking Mahomes. Jackson, what I meant was, it's. I mean, it's, it's going to be a duel of two great quarterbacks. I mean, when you turn on Sunday right, right, football, right, right. the first pic- <laughs> the first picture you're going to see is Mahomes on the Chiefs side and Lamar on the Ravens side. That's, that's that's another thing. Lamar Jackson's not a great quarterback. He's a good quarterback. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> he is a great quarterback. He is uh, a great I mean, quarterback. Oh he's... boy, I'm just. We'll see where he is. After this you know what? I'm gonna buy you a Lamar Jackson cameo and be like, or if he has one, and just be like, be the nicest guy you can. And maybe this guy will like you. Anyway, um, let's move into Monday Night Football, where it's my Packers versus the Detroit Lions. I'm gonna start here, just um, but the the spread on ESPN at least is Packers by eleven. Uh, I think the Packers are going to win. I mean, I, there's not really not much bias involved here. It's the Lions. Um, I mean, it sounds it, pretty pretty biased to me. But uh, just, I, think, <laughs> I think Rodgers is going to bounce back. I think everybody's going to bounce back. He's pissed off. And I think they're going to shove around Detroit a little bit. I think it's going to be closer than years past. I think it will probably be 10 to 13 just because they actually did handle the 49ers decently well. I mean, at least in the second half, it was pretty great. But, yeah, I think the Packers bounce back. I, I can't. And if they do lose to Detroit, yeah, I, that'll just not be good for me. But, uh, um, okay. I guess I'll hit it next here. Packers by 17. You know, this is Aaron Rodgers coming off a loss. You know what you're going to get. Right, this is a true top three quarterback, unlike Lamar Jackson. He's gonna come out. Uh, out there. Um, but no, he's gonna. I'm a Rodgers guy personally. He's on my fantasy team, so he needs to step it up. All right. He lost me a league too, so he only got what one point? One point oh, seven. He was awful. So, and he, I think that's probably his worst game of his career. From everything I've seen, you know, you expect Rodgers to come out and just light it on fire. Um, you trust a guy like Rodgers to turn it around. I know, Braden, I guess you're not the biggest fan of him. That's what I heard. No, I, I, I do love Rodgers. I appreciate everything. But you think he's a diva? He's definitely one. Oh, he, 100% he's a diva. I mean, he's Juju Smith-Schuster except in quarterback form. Okay, he's not that oh, bad. Let's Lord. calm okay. down. Juju's terrible. And you know what, Juju used to be one of my favorite players in the league. And I know. All that I, know. I mean, he's he's Juju. I mean, you know, I wish he would have went to the Ravens and then absolutely would light it up with Lamar Jackson and to see how pissed off Satan would have been. That would have been great. But... <laughs> it's like watching Antonio Brown do great with the Bucks right now. Yeah, I bet that sucks. Yeah, but uh, no. Uh, Packers by 17. Rodgers has a hell of a night. Four touchdowns, 25 for 30, 500 yards. No, uh, 300. 
25 yards. It's a big night for Rodgers. I just see it prime time. It just says this is a night Rodgers plays well. Okay. Uh, my turn, I guess. Uh, as long as Rodgers doesn't take any net shots, I think he'll be good. I <laughs> know. You saw uh, that clip, too? <laughs> yeah. Um, I think Packers uh, win by 10. I don't think it's going to be too big of a blowout just because Detroit, they play hard under Dan Campbell. I mean, we saw it last week against 49ers. I like Came back from a 28-point deficit. Yeah, at a baby. Uh, <laughs> I saw that. Yeah, uh, I think it'll be 10 points. I think Rodgers does have a bounce-back game. I don't think he'll be like last year Aaron Rodgers, but I think it'll be a bounce-back game, not to what his standards would be. But I see uh, Detroit covering the spread and only losing by 10. That's the last game, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, one more thing I wanted to – since that's the Monday night football game, I don't know if you guys watched, but the Manning – there's a Manning uh, megacast. Oh, I, I want to yeah. see that so bad, but I Fantastic. didn't know about it. Fantastic. I mean, amazing. I saw it a little bit. Yeah, I watched the whole thing start to finish. Like, I was not moving. Cause yeah, that was... they, they didn't show the actual game, which was a little disappointing. But... Yeah, but, like, they showed it enough. And the way they broke it down, you know – he had Peyton putting the helmet on that wouldn't fit on his head, and then Eli making fun of him. Yeah, that's great. Are they going to do that every week, or is that? Oh, they do it. I think next so. Week. They do it. I, aren't they doing it this week? And well, not this week. Aren't they doing it this year and like for the next two years or something like that? Don't yeah, they have a contract for like three years? Games a year, ten games a year. Yeah, something like. That. Yeah, so they got uh, the Lions game, which is going to be fun to listen to. I'm sure they're going to have Brady on, like. Right into the broadcast, Peyton Manning was taking a shot at him. It's kind of funny. Um, but, no, they're great. It's great. I'd watch it all day. Yeah, that's definitely entertaining. Um, went a little longer than expected this week, but that's fine. We just That was a big, long Lamar Jackson hate segment. But, <laughs> okay, uh, okay. From Zayden, not yeah, from okay. anyone else. <laughs> yeah. It was. It was a healthy conversation. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. It was kind of like marriage counseling. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, anyway, great, great week of football. Looking forward to it again. Um, We'll come back back at you with any surprising things, and hopefully Lamar Jackson throws seven touchdowns. (laughs) Well, if he throws seven, then Patrick Mahomes is going to break the record and throw eight. And that's just that's another thing. Nobody talks about how he just fumbled the game away, but like, no, we won't talk about that. Yeah, he did. Not gonna lie. But uh you know, maybe I'll change my Ravens pick because that was before the injuries, but I'll just keep <laughs> I'll just stick with it just because why not? But um anyway, great episode. See you next week.